0: Radio Newark, the home of Radio Newark Sport. Weeknights from
1: 7. Radio Newark Sport, brought to you with Smith's
0: Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs, on Appleton Gate,
1: Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk Tonight, it's Thursday and the most popular show of the week. It's the Thursday Football Show. And coming up in what's a very packed one hour, Pitchside Dave's FA Vars Preview, featuring AFC Mansfield against Newark Flow Serve. Grassroots Gossip, where we talk about almost anything from the world of proper football. A couple of weeks ago, we told you about a league that involved only two teams. In this week's League Look, we're going Underground. We've got the weekly flow serve. We've got town talk. We've got the worldies. And we've got the wallies. That, by the way, is last weekend's matches. We have a rant. And it's not me, would you believe. Just for once, I don't get on my horse about something. But Dave does. And we find out what's in store this weekend all on as we say the thirsty football show we're well, that busy i even have to kill my favorite piece of music so it's uh, me mick bradley and pitch dave in the studio you may have already noticed no tony smith tonight um rumor has it he's sitting at home updating his CV for a certain football job that's, um, come up in Newark yes. today. So, um, we will have to see how that one pans out. While Tony's at home writing out his CV. Um, we'll talk about that football job in a few minutes. We're going to start, um, with what we call the Wilders and the Wallers. To put it another way, it's a look back at what happened last weekend in the world of local football. Dave, all yours. Right, well, um, we start, uh... At uh, Coventry, you went over
0: there. um, Flow serve, unfortunately, were the victims of a a 4 1 defeat, albeit it wasn't quite as one sided as uh, the score suggests. Victims of a refereeing decision. Well, absolutely. Tuesday night, uh, they went away to Long Eaton and I think came away with a very credible 2 2 draw under probably what was difficult conditions. We've got two town games to talk to you about as well. Um, Obviously, these were covered in uh, the first game against Collingham, was covered in some uh, detail on. Monday by uh, Tony, um, I was at that particular game and um, I think it was probably two points dropped for Town, uh, but we'll talk about that a bit in ta- Town Talk. Uh, last night, uh, as you may or may not be aware, Town drew 2-all um, after extra time with Redford but lost uh, 5-4 on penalties, so in theory we'll go out of the not Senior Cup, but that may not be as straightforward as we believe, but that's uh, that's news to come. Harribee United, they got a 2-1 win in the United Counties League um, over Blackstones. Abakar Cilia got uh, two goals there. Grantham's game was postponed um, after they got to Whitby. There's a familiar ring to that. I think three times last season they got to Whitby to find out that Whitby was closed. Grantham didn't actually travel this time, though, did they? No, I think it, what they were told, but there were Grantham fans in Whitby. Admittedly, they'd gone for a chips and beer, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but good on them, they had a nice day now
1: it's always whitby though into every it time is. it's Th-
0: whitby three times last season mi- saturday and two midweek games yeah um, unbelievable but never mind south city um they possibly would get the world is but we'll uh, discuss why there could be a change to this and uh, but saturday they had a very uh very interesting uh not senior league premier game which was actually reserved reversed back to uh, bishop's drive due to magdala's pitch not being particularly good they won 3-0 brad peace mcdonald uh was on the score sheet there along with george cordwell and ben selby man of the match was will stocks now brad peace mcdonald has scored 12 goals in 13 games so that's some going uh midweek uh south Wales city entertained burton joyce got a 5-2 win Cal Law got two, Ben Selby got two, Ant Brown and Oliver Clark on the score sheet as well. Now, that was beating the Burton Joyce
1: team. That, that was
0: a, top of the league at the beginning of the season. Undefeated this season, aren't they? They were. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, that that
1: was a, a, a cracking yeah. risk. They're recently. not on top only by the virtue of
0: the fact that Bingham have done slightly better. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean. Um, I mean, to put five passes. I mean, I know South some... was
1: only third and fourth in the table, but that is a it's a great, it's, performance, it is a isn't great it? it's
0: a great result i think and they're doing very well so they would be down for worldies, but i actually listening to the show earlier in the week you've got a suggestion i know you'll just fade me out if i argue so yes we'll go with that in a bit <laughs> um sadly as Locton's home game um against statenborough was postponed curtain brickworks um for some reason i've not got a score written down i believe their no, game against play. kimberley was uh, rained off yeah high and lincoln Moorlands railway for some reason there were no games scheduled for them in any of the competitions
1: probably just as well at the minute
0: yeah um and i way it's raining i suspect we might have a washout on certain games at the weekend right uh, bingham town who have been uh form guys they were in the not senior cup where they got a 2-1 win at Clips- uh, home to clipston jake hardy and ewan sweeting these are familiar names again i mean that step seven again step
1: Six, isn't Six, it? Six, yes. Yeah.
0: yeah, very good. When you look at some of the other s- results, mm. there were some big scores that went in, in favour of the, the sort of form teams. Lincoln United, they were in National Premier League South East Division 1 action, um, away at Chasetown. They got a 2-all draw. 131 people watched that. United got a stoppage time equaliser. Danny North and Michael Jacklin were on target. Wallies of the Week... So, hang on. What, what, what's thats that
1: step that's four, step four with 138 131 people 131 people i mean newark are getting three figures yeah they did last right, server yeah. getting three times that yeah. three times that yeah step yeah. fours getting 100 and, it, it, that's I, mean, a shocking I mean we attendance. covered
0: a step i just covered a, a game last week uh i mentioned or the week before when we were on the show about uh 17 turning up for a step five game in north london on that uh, spartan league there was one this week oxy jets i think it was 37 for a step five game i don't know how these clubs make it work um possibly wallies of the week and if they do get it um they will get an amnesty amnesty next week because they've had it three on the trot um, i'm afraid it's uh, sleaford town who lost eight nil away at rugby played 13 no points goal difference minus 53 but as a little bit of um consolation to them rugby town put 12 past desford on tuesday night so maybe it wasn't quite so un- unexpected no. um they are playing tonight i believe anstey nomads in theory at home but i don't i've obviously we won't be able to keep up with that <laughs> Cleethorpes town should have gone to Kidsgrove, but that was postponed and uh, sadly the last of our local clubs born town were at home to melton town they lost 2-1 julian Jochin was on the score sheet for Bourne.
1: how serious is this ridiculous monsoon season Getting, um i think it's i think it could be
0: critical to some sides if you are relying on gate money you're relying on your take on the bar on the t on the t-bar your whatever some clubs are going to go five six seven eight weeks without a game at home paul town um down in um dorset they played their first game on saturday for seven weeks of any sort, they've actually gone twelve weeks without I a mean, I home game. Selston's last home game was against Flosive, and that was donkeys back when donkeys, you guys because yeah. we, you were still getting over the cake. Yeah, yeah, and that that's well, got to well, be four weeks ago,
1: at least, isn't it? Yeah, and, and they haven't they haven't kicked a football since then.
0: No, I mean Dinnington. I think I was talking to Lee, um, who does their Twitter account. They haven't got a game till... I think it's the seventh of December, and we'll come on to
1: this later. We about, will. That's, yes, um, <laughs> that's um, I'm like. There's that much to put in, I've got to keep the schedule Yes, so, absolutely. The world is. Um, I've overruled you. It's Newark Town, ladies. ladies yeah. Anybody, um, as you oh, said, anybody from Newark that who, goes who to Southport well, and come back with a victory, and I don't care what the sport is. Yeah. Um, in my world, well done to the Newark Town. Uh, and they ladies. know where this studio is as well. And they know where this <laughs> studio is. And Dr. <laughs> yeah. Jess scored. I've got to keep in good books with Dr. Jess. You never know when I might need her. Yeah.
0: Um, the Wallis... Well, it's going to be a Sleaford uh, town, I think, unless we agree that my, what my, the subject of my rant might just take it off them in a bit.
1: <laughs> it might. We're, yeah. We must get this rant in at some stage, but we're going to move swiftly on at ten past seven to um, town talk and, um, quite honestly, the big news story of the day. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, there was a press release went out uh, earlier today. Um I can read it out here. I can either place it. Okay. it says, management on the move at Newark Town FC. Newark Town FC would like to formally announce the departure of joint first team manager Damo Parkinson. In a surprise, yet positive move, Damo will take up the helm at Frickley Athletic as assistant manager. The date is to be concerned. A spokesman for the club said, There is no disputing that Damo has firmly helped place the club's first team on the map as current lead leaguers. But this move is a step up for him that we all applaud wholeheartedly. It goes without saying that we wish DeMo all the best in his new role and thank him for his quality leadership this season. Speaking about his upcoming departure, DeMo added, I've thoroughly enjoyed my time at Newark Town FC and despite me moving on mid-season to further develop my own footballing journey, I leave the squad in fantastic shape with a great set of players and officials. I truly have high, high hopes for them and winning the league is now within their reach and something they definitely deserve. Joint player manager Luke Parsons and assistant Tony Joins will continue in their present roles being part of a very successful management team thus far this season.
1: We'll talk to Tony on um, Monday night. I'm I'm quite shocked by it, to be honest. I, I know he's got a new job at Gainsborough but, uh, and we do obviously wish him the best look. It's been great talking to Damo Every every, every mon- Monday night, Monday, and some yes. of the players that he's attracted down there, he's turned that club round. Yes, um, it's up now to Luke and Tony to make sure it it, it continues in that direction. Sure, I
0: mean, not only um, has uh, Damo's influenced sports quality names to the club. Um, one of the things that impressed me the first time I met him was after one of the games, he came round everybody that was helping out at the game and shook hand individually, and said mm. thanks ever so much for your help, really appreciate it. And he'd regularly come and talk to everybody. He he sort of did bring a smile back to the club. Um, But, yeah, I think it's a good appointment for him.
1: I think, yeah, I'd, I'd... I'd do and i know damo will take this as tongue-in-cheek I, I i i really do the best comment i've seen all day um on social media was the ginger danny purvis and damo will know exactly what that <laughs> one <laughs> knows exactly what that one means about. I, I didn't think it was quite funny <laughs> um and i know he'll have a laugh about it him, himself so we, we, we do wish damo the best yeah. of luck and let's just hope that uh I've got absolutely no doubt the ability of the lads that's there to, to run it, just everybody is now, got to sort of stick together, haven't um, they? Move on, yes. And the fact is, Newarktown have got sixteen matches to play until the end of the season, and we're not even in December. No. It's a very, very sh- sh-
0: quick running now, isn't it? It's um it, we're not halfway through the season, and it feels like we're two thirds through.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they've got a lot of players and not many and not a lot of football. No, that to me is could be a worry.
0: Yes. Um, and it, again, from the club's point of view, you're going to go so, very little income possibly to come in now over a period of time. Um, people coming through the gate, people coming to watch games, um, all, the, all the knock-on effects, and it loses the focus a bit. If the town aren't town aren't playing in the town, people are probably not as keen to go and watch them play at
1: Harworth or. If I've got it worked out correctly, they have four. Home matches in 2020. I believe that's right because there's Asken
0: on Saturday, and then yeah. I believe um, that's it. There are four. There's four games there's four at the moment. Four home matches to
1: play in 2020, yeah. which is absolutely ridiculous. It is
0: when there's a facility as nice as that sat
1: there waiting Cent- to be used central midlands should hang their head in shame on allowing that to have happened like like that they really should they went out of the cup last night there's a lot of in, but we won't get into that at the moment um we'll um we'll leave that one and, and yeah. until and unfortunately i wasn't until, there last night Netflix. but i it was cold
0: i understand it was quite an exciting game though it was end yeah, uh, to end and it was cold. the guys at retford
1: told me it was end to end as well yes so. oh it was it could have it yeah. really could have gone um either way but uh, on the day that um damo Leaves Newark Town. I didn't think I'd be in that one this Does season. Does he speak Yorkshire, though? Or will he be on the phone to Tony no, to, v- to translate? a flat cap. No, no I don't think <laughs> I'm on the phone to Tony, no. <laughs> um, he'd be wearing a flat cap and taking a a Pigeon racing and walking <laughs> yeah. and whippets next, yeah. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we had a bit of a laugh about the Isles of silly League. Two teams, one grand, played each, each other 17 times, and he'd had a charity shield. Uh, yeah, and two cups um, with two legs. And so... I set you another task, because there is um, the wonderfully named London Underground League, which I expected to have Ronnie and Reggie Crane if it's the Underground League, but apparently it's not quite like that, is it? (laughs) No, well, when you mentioned that league, uh, I think I said at the time, I'd heard
0: of the London Underground Cup, but I didn't know of the league, and made some investigations, and... I will say thank you very much to the London Underground League Twitter account, who sent me some information. <laughs> good minute. Yeah. <off>, <laughs> and I found out some... some you see, myself. we get
1: everywhere, don't we? We do. We get everywhere.
0: We do. So, reading between the lines, following some friendlies between staffs from different lines, a one-off and an interline cup competition started between nine teams in 1993. This went on for a couple of years, and then in 1996, Andy Anthony decided to form a league out of the ten teams. The league has gone on from strength to strength. It's outside the football pyramid because it's not it's an organized football league, but it's midweek. Most of the games are played near um, Islington on um, a facility known as Market Street. Today the league has eleven teams split into two divisions. there's also a league cup and a charity cup. Peter Crouch apparently in a BBC interview, once said that his father played for the district line. Now the rules are to play in this league, you must be an employee of transport for London. At one time, team players could only play for the team representing the station or the line on which they worked. However, that causes a problem at somewhere like St Pancras that's got three lines going through it, or Farringdon or somewhere like that. Also, because of the problems with this at major interchanges, it also opened the doors for ringers. These days, however, players can more or less play for whoever they wish as long as they are, have a valid Transport for London or London Underground employees pass. Since this pass check has been introduced, the problem of ringers has been removed, because apparently I heard a rumour that an Arsenal under-23 played for one of the lines because he argued that he once sold newspapers at the station. However, with almost (laughs) 27,500 full-time TFL employees, clubs have a large pool to select a team from. Shift patterns are a major issue, such that the league tends to play most of the fixtures at 4pm midweek for this reason and they've primarily centred on two artificial pictures at Market Road in Islington, near the Caledonian Road station on the Piccadilly line. There's
1: no trains at tea time.
0: Absolutely, (laughs) that's right. The most successful club are District Line FC, who are the Division 1 champions on 10 occasions. Although they currently find themselves in the 2nd Division, they've struggled in the last couple of years. There has been a resurgence in the fortunes of Piccadilly FC, another of the league's founder members. Currently, Division 1 is Hammersmith & City line, Piccadilly... Tube Lines, who is the maintenance for the uh, railway system, Northern and FC Metropolitan, Division 2, District, British Transport Police, I bet that's a rough old game when you play them, (laughs) Waterloo and City, the Elizabeth Line, which is fairly new, has got a team, Uh, Jubilee Line and something who goes under the name of Laurel, which is the London Overground Operations Branch. And, yeah, there's a full um, list here of the winners. As I say, District Line were one of the most successful in the Cup and in the leagues. Um, so, really, if you want to put your money on two teams there, District or Victoria Line. But given my experience with Norwich United the other week, I shan't be putting my so opinion on it.
1: So, putting your Groundhopper hat on, do you know of any of the Hoppers that's been to any London Underground uh, League matches? Well, Mr Incenzo, who we might mention later,
0: yes. has been. And I don't know anybody locally, no. Well, it's on the doorstep, he ought to go. Yeah, albeit there was one that you sent to me last week. Somebody had been to a game, um, was it midweek, and the attendance was seven. Brilliant.
1: <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. We'll we find another of these wonderful leagues. I suppose that's probably the original Works League, isn't it? Yeah. That's what it is, isn't Al- it, a well, Works League? It, well, it's league. relatively
0: new, though, isn't it? I bet, bet there'll be something like a Yorkshire Mining Community League or
1: we'll have to, League or something. We'll have, to have, have a look just before we go into the break I, I thought i ought to mention that the world's biggest football club has been beaten this afternoon in kazakhstan against fc and and 2-1 and i don't care that he took the youngsters over there the fact no. is the world's biggest football club has been taught a lesson by a team from Kazakhstan. Where, where's the respect for the kazakhstan team exactly the biggest football match that country has ever had yeah, and, and it'll, be big, it'll
0: be bigger than international. And Man,
1: Man United take over a team of kids. Absolutely disgusting. Okay, um, moving swiftly on on the busiest show on the radio, it's time for this. We are the new explosive. We're heading for the top. We
0: always get promoted. And we're never going to stop. We play games at Lowfields, it's well we love to be, we've got the worst greatest supporters, and the FBC, Ole, I
1: think that's brilliant, I do, I think that's absolutely brilliant, and that's the new at FlowServe Kids, and they're going to introduce us to the weekly FlowServe, as Dave has already pointed out, um, they had two matches in the week, of which, uh, Mr Smith normally would do, but he's not here, so I've got to cover. Um, a 4-1 defeat of face fit at Coventry. I, I went to Coventry. Um, Glenn Cobb gave me a space in the car, so me and my grandson went for a ride to Coventry. Now, anybody and everybody gets beat. Nobody has a divine right to in every single football match. I think it continues on the refereeing decision, blah, blah, blah. The only thing that I want to mention at the end of it, the way that Coventry reacted to the third and the fourth goals. Everybody, including the goalkeeper, running to the management, running to the supporters, making as if they'd won the European Cup, I think is totally disrespectful to the opposition. Absolutely. I think it shows total and absolute... Disrespect and that that is really The only time I would understand that is if they'd have been three divisions down and had just beaten them in the cup by yeah. that score. That's this is a league yeah. match. Yeah. It's fifth against six. It's you no, know, it's not the biggest match in the world. It's no. a league match. And I just think that showed absolute and total disrespect. Um that's all I've got to say on that one. Because I yeah. think there was wrong and out of order. Um Fellowsev went along Eton on Tuesday night to try and restore a bit of pride if you want to put it like that and um apparently completely outplayed long Eaton, but it took an equalizer five minutes into injury time to gain a point that's what football is all about and um on they go now to the next game which is the fa Vars, of which dave going to talk about in a few minutes i normally get on my ios and lose it and have a rant um but we've got a rant to come now and we've got a rant from the normally very placid pitch side Dave, sit back and enjoy this right sky sports
0: they'll have you believe that they invented football and as most people that know me I, i think it's the other way around they probably ruined english football let's put this into some some context if you want to watch the best players in the world in some of the best stadiums in the world and are willing to pay 50 or 60 pound for the honor or spend 30 or 40 pound a month on a television subscription It's great, and you do see some cracking games and some cracking players. However, at the expense of that, the rest of English football, including the England football team, has suffered. We have a situation that young, talented players in this country are are being snapped up by the top teams to stop the opposition getting them, and then they're being put out on loan further down the leagues. We also have a situation that Chelsea, Everton, all the top sides are putting their under-21s or under-23s into the English Football League Cup. Because their argument is they don't get first-team practice. They don't get first-team activity. Well, why don't they do what happened in your and my day of watching top-level football when, for instance, in this area, there was a central league. If you didn't go to an away game, you could go to the city ground, you could see Forest playing Liverpool, and there would be three or four first-teamers coming back from injury, or those that had been a bit naughty and Mr Clough had decided was going to put in the stiffs for a week. And... The thing that really wound me up this week is an advert for one of their services. As a few of you, I'm sure, out there have got Sky subscriptions, you can watch, play a lot of money and watch sports, or you can get a one-day pass to buy the uh, games that you really want for about eight ninety nine. And I'm somewhat paraphrasing their advert. The advert I heard today, and it's been on several times, really annoyed me. And they started, Team A are playing Team B on Saturday. Where shall we watch it? We'll have a Sky Sports pass at eight ninety nine, and then there's a funny little voice that says, "Just checking VAR. Confirm eight ninety nine. And if that's the highlight of their game that you get to watch VAR descriptions, I'm not interested, I'm afraid. So Sky Sports have killed English football, as far as I'm concerned, outside the Premier
1: League. They're not interested. There you go. You can have Sky Sports to the list of people that's blacklisted. <laughs> Possibly boys of the week. <laughs> yeah, the boys <laughs> yeah. of the week. I do tend. I do tend to agree with you. In fact, um i don't even have i have sky but i don't have sky sports
0: no i have the i do have the tea, the the movies thing but i buy on a non-contract basis yes. and i've
1: never paid for a single game no and uh that is not gonna start happening either um i think we probably did calling him a bit of a disservice i oh, was two minutes on Collingham's performance last friday night i yeah, just want to well, go back to that when we, we didn't get a lot of time because both of us saw the match and it was a game, as I said on the flow, sir, bit, nobody has a divine right to win. And I, I think probably knew it were into that match thinking, well, if we turn up, we'll win.
0: Well, I do wonder. And um, as you say, I always enjoy going to Collingham. It's, they do everything properly, as far as I'm concerned, from the guy on the gate. And then you get to meet Jerry and his colleague, Mick, who sit and talk to you and chat about stuff. And I was made very welcome afterwards. In fact, I was in the bar, I think, with Jerry till about uh, half past 11 or thereabouts, talking about stuff in general. Now it didn't actually surprise me that they held town to a draw. If ever there was a banana skin for town, um, that was possibly it. I'd seen them calling them a couple of times this season, and although they were unlucky to lose both games and they got a young side, they play as a team they they're all playing for each
1: other. Um, obviously, we knew that uh, if you play a team that's got a point to prove or think they have a point to prove. It makes life very difficult for you.
0: It does. I mean, one thing that Collingham were quick to work at, work out was that Town seemed, to, in my way of thinking, still seemed to have a problem at times with midfield. They they don't seem to be always one hundred percent what they're doing there. They were they were very very good value for the draw. They didn't let Town get running. They they didn't park the bus up or anything like that. There were some awesome tackles in defence from them. Um, they were clean tackles they were fair tackles and they were, they were sporting tackles they pros, uh, posed a lot of threat when making quick diagonal runs forward and a few times they went steaming forward and I mean they actually scored against the run of play I thought you see he well. takes notes I, I just watch um, they never let like I say they never let Newick settle and with all due respect they reminded me of your next door neighbours Jack Russell they were tenacious and they never gave up and they harried everything
1: um, I don't actually i I mean i I agree with you but i don't think i saw one collingham player try and chase a squirrel up a tree no because that's what the next door neighbors jack russell spends most of his life doing
0: now um a player i thought had a cracking goal um oliver swaby in goal for collingham apart from the goal that he conceded which wasn't his fault because it took a wicked deflection and there was the incident when the ball hit the crossbar in the
1: post and he hadn't got a clue where that was he caught everything and my picture he smothered in everything my picture which looks like he missed the ball completely yeah when he, when he actually hadn't bless him but, and uh, he
0: knew where everything was and he was actually leading with example from the back he was very much like nathan he was talking to the team and as soon as he got the ball he got rid of it and uh, i thought he did i thought it did very very well Um, So, yeah, Collingham, I think um, the future's looking good for them and they are
1: putting... If they can carry carry that on, um, then they've done well. Yeah. Okay. moving uh, swiftly on, um, we like to talk about grassroots football, you know, when we stand in in the middle of a field watching football as it should be played and it always gives me an excuse to do this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This will make... uh, this will cheer Tony up. He'll be thinking of walking up that hill and yes, whatever. It, mm. But then not that what
1: grassroots football's all about? Yeah, it, it, it really is. Proper football. And uh, both you and I have been collating a few stories from grassroots football, but also from football, mainstream you know, football yeah. as well, if you like. So uh, what have you got
0: first? Well, the first one is the FA invited Mick Grimmer of Stockbridge Steel FC to attend a match at Wembley the other right, week. Right music, then. Oh, absolutely. The other week, in recognition of being the, Nash- the uh, Northern Premier League Groundsman of the Year, and he was then invited by Carl, the Lember- Wembley head groundsman, onto the pitch at half-time to do some divot repairs.
1: So that was a nice little... I mean, electric, that's brilliant, right? isn't it? I mean, yeah. w- w- one that is getting recognised. And, and, he, and, and he goes through day and says, come on the pitch and have a go with us." I mean, yeah. I do... Yeah. Hey, it's something for him to tell his grandkids, isn't That's it? That's the FA's good side. He's going to remember that forever and a day, isn't he? He is. Uh, after the loss at um, North Ferriby, East Hull FC have now had the longest winless run in non league football this season. It's 14 games and one point out of a possible 42. On the plus side, their attendance was an amazing 619. Beaten only by the Jersey Bulls, which sounds like a rugby union team, um with 661, and both these play in Step Six. Now, the ironic thing in all this is that East Hull FC was North Ferriby to intents wasn't want it?
0: Yeah, he wanted to make North Ferriby the town, the team that they used to be, and then he was going to sort of get promotion and then drag them into Hull. And when they said you're not doing it, he basically spat the dummy out, went overnight, and took the money. So I should think North Ferriby are having a jolly good chuckle at <laughs> that one. Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> North, North Ferriby is a little village in... It is. It's, it's, it's very much of a bit like of Collingham, close yeah. to the
0: bridge. I mean, you you go through the town, to a bit of a sort of a little estate, and the ground is down a, lo- a lane alongside some allotments. It's the worst ground to get
1: to. Uh, so, fact, I mean, North Ferriby was fighting above the weight for years, weren't they, really? Oh, yeah, I mean, if they... the truth it, be known. Well, that's, and on the t- face of it, to go to Hull and a bigger audience, if you like, was a sensible idea.
0: Yes, oh. but the, the, the... You don't the agree, spi- do you? The spirit of the team... No, I knew you wouldn't agree. Yeah, because it's a bit like we were talking about the gentleman that sadly we lost recently, Frank Hunt, was it, over... Yes. What, it? North Ferriby have been North Ferriby as a village mm. team for years. The heart of the community, and that's what grassroots football's about. So you can probably go too far. What's your next one? Well, um... I... We were talking the other week about the, um... Marvelous Hartlepool players that made, oh sorry, and supporters that made 110 of them that made the uh, 600 mile round trip to Hart, uh, down to Yeovil. Now their reward for beating Yeovil is the Monkey Hangers have drawn Exeter City away in round two, <laughs> which is 700 miles round oh, trip. Oh,
1: brilliant! However, brilliant.
0: Hart- Hartlepool's Twitter account joked that the FA have now told them up front, should they beat the Grecians in the Cup, that they will face Adelaide United away in the third <laughs> round. <laughs> Not to be put off, Adelaide, who play in the Australian A-League, tweeted back and put, either way, it's a huge game for us at the Cooper Stadium in the FA Cup and we
1: look forward to it. So, yeah, that's that's a fair old way to go, isn't it? Help me out on this one, can you? Um, Full-time in the Scottish Challenge Cup. Rangers Youth 2, Wrexham Nil. Um. Two
0: Welsh sides, or two non-league sides, get invited into the Scottish Challenge Cup now. Is it the Tunnock's Challenge Cup or something like that? So, yeah, Wrexham playing a Rangers under-21 or under-23s.
1: Isn't the clue in the name? The Scottish Cup.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, our resident closet Scotsman
0: could explain (laughs) it, but he's not here. Yeah, having seen the standard of Scottish Lowland League football recently, yeah, we've got nothing to fear.
1: Why would Wrexham want... I, I just... I I, fa- I failed to understand any logic in that whatsoever.
0: Yeah. I forget the other team that were invited in. Was it um, TNS
1: or the New Saints, as they're now called? Yeah. Were they invited in as well? I n- I've no yeah. idea because when I saw that, I. Mm, yeah. yeah. Well, not sure <laughs> I, pride, I pride myself on my geography but Wrexham is not in scotland because i believe there's a league of Ireland ty- a team that are inv-
0: invited over as well so well that should be interesting okay five more minutes so let's keep going what you got next right glenn tamplin the circus continues as you <laughs> probably know he left Billaricky recently and he took over at romford appointed himself manager sacked um gosh in, i don't know how many players got rid of most of the team they were beaten away at 3-1 um, at Deerham on Saturday. By the time the match had ended, Rom- Romford had fielded 11 debutants. There's a bit of team spirit for you in
1: cohesion. I mean, it is either a complete circus and it's going to end up... Well, inevitably it's going to end up in disaster sooner or later, isn't it? But yes. um, they're probably in for a fun ride while, until until it does. Oh, I think so. I mean,
0: I have a friend that's down there and I said to him the other week, I said, are you looking forward to the roller coaster? He said, no, because it's going to be embarrassing whatever happens. You're so. a grand opera. How, how many grounds have you been to? Mm, somewhere in the region of 500, I'd guess.
1: Tony Incenzo, if you listen to Talk Sport, he's the Queen's Park Rangers man, and he's not Mr. Yeah. Queen's Park Rangers' own matches. He's well, just one, about.
0: One in, is it 11,000? Sorry, 1100 consecutive Something games? ridiculous, yeah. isn't
1: it? Um, but he's actually been to 2,323 different yeah. grounds, including Lowfield. So he was there last season for the opening yeah. of the floodlights, yeah. wasn't he? So. Yeah. That's, uh, 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 that's amazing because that's just putting the time and the effort into doing what you love isn't yeah. it? and he
0: has a journal as well i mean i actually bumped into him a few years ago at bungay town and he's got a little book and he records literally the score the scorers how many people were there and he's got it it's all in, it's it's a beautiful work of art he carries around with him
1: but it's yeah a, it's a bit like the captain's log spent many happy holiday in bungay many yeah. what <laughs> you got next right um looking uh,
0: Back uh, a certain gentleman that's played for many football teams, uh, Robbie Savage. (laughs) At the age of forty-five, Robbie Savage signed for non-league Stockport Town. Stockport Dave got excited for about thirty seconds until he realised it was the near neighbours. The former Wales international last played in two thousand and eleven for Derby. Stockport play in the Northwest Counties League, uh, which is the it's actually their Division One South. Now he made his debut for them uh, on Monday (coughs) night. He came on for the last fifteen minutes. And Town actually won 3-2 when they were playing. Uh, it was Oswestry, wasn't it? The attendance of 225 was a record for the club. Oh, there's a shock. Just something to put into perspective, Robbie, Robbie Savage once left Birmingham City to Blackburn Rovers, citing the move would allow him to be nearer his family in Wales.
1: Do you think he's got a career at the FA, deciding what league's teams go in next dear, season? Oh dear. Um, Robbie Savage is one of those players that you'd love on your team. Oh, yes, and you would love to hate him if he wasn't, wouldn't yeah. you? Oh, he's, he's, he, he's definitely, he's, Marmite. He, you know, when, when it's when you when if if we ever had a sort of a a program when we did our top ten wind up merchants, he, oh, he'd be there. And Robbie Savage is vying yeah. for number oh, one, along with two. Jerry Barton. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A, 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 absolutely. They, they, they really. I want them to end on one serious one because this could be absolutely devastating. Osset Town had been ordered to pay £135,000 in damages and legal fees after a player sued because he broke his ankle playing against Osset Town in 2015. The verdict could have major ramifications for non-league football clubs going forward. Because apparently the insurance that you take out with your league basically doesn't cover that. No, it's deemed to be a
0: private injury, isn't it? So Mm. the, the guy's been encouraged to take out a private prosecution, I believe... And it looks like the club might have to sell their ground to pay effectively the damages because no, the insurance didn't cover it. I'm assuming that is just going to open the floodgates. Uh, well, yes. Where there's where there's where there's blame, there's a claim. Those merchants are probably rubbing their hands with glee yeah. at that. I mean, Osset Town as well are a fairly new club in the sense there was two t- clubs in Osset until about two seasons ago, and they basically uh, did the unlikely thing and they merged together because they felt well, we can't support two teams at this level and it
1: could it could finish which is called the sensible thing. Yes. <laughs> but when has football ever been sensible? Yeah, well, I agree. okay, fair comment. So yeah, it could finish the club off
0: and yes. it is it is quite quite sad uh, if it, if that is the case. And then we wait for all the others to come. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, it does worry me how that might go.
1: It's arguably the um, biggest weekend in New York Flow serves history arguably the biggest game they played in five cup finals but this is arguably the biggest game that football club that was formed in 1935 is going to play and i'm talking about the third round i.e the last 64 of the fa vars Vars. tell me a bit about the last 64 of the fa vars and who are you championing now after your early Uh, demise of norwich i i know better
0: than to do that i mean i think we still keep saying about we don't think With all due respect to FlowServe, they will get through to the end because of some of the other clubs that are in there. And just to to have a look to start with, some of the representation, and this puts FlowServe's Saturday result into um, the balance. The the Midland Football League is the second best represented league at the moment in the competition. They still have seven teams in that competition. I mean, they are step five, which is the highest level um, you have to be to enter. The Western uh, Football League Premier Division is still the highest represented who have eight teams in there. Um, You go up into the North East, it's it's diluted a little bit because you've got the North East Counties um, East Premier League who've got four teams in, the Northern Football League have got five and then you've got the North West Counties Division 1 who've got a team in, North West Counties Division 1 South who've got a team in, the North West Counties League who've got two, so they've kind of diluted that a little bit. Um, but you look at, like, United Counties, there's three teams from there in, then the Hellenic Leagues, there's sort of one each. Um, special note should go to, um, Clay Cross, who are the only Step 7 side left. And that's and in
1: the country, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, Central Midlands Football League, and we won't say that they're south, they are the Central Midlands Football League, <laughs> why well, they're doing well. So, they are playing... South Normanton, South Normanton, yes. Yeah. So they go into a step five side, mm. isn't it? Yeah, um, which on paper you wouldn't give them much chance. However, having seen um, Clay Cross this season, um, well, it's another Collingham job, isn't it? Yeah, I wouldn't put it past them to turn them over. No. And probably by a decent score. That would that would be a good result. I mean, they beat was it Gedling Miners Welfare mm. in the first round, and then they beat um, Sherwood, and Sherwood, very sporting,
1: said by far and away the best team won. The ASC Mansfield flow-serve game is the final two nottinghamshire clubs left it is in the competition i mean i it's it's not a draw i get enthusiastic no. about, but um on the paper you would think flo's ever going to go into it favorites uh, favorites i would think so i mean mansfield afc mansfield
0: have a a, fi- a fine history I- in in football they took a um, uh, voluntary rele- uh, relegation, I think it was two steps a couple of seasons ago, because they knew they weren't going to keep at step four for ground grading, so they effectively agreed to drop down a division while they um, basically got stuff up to standard. It'd be a shame for uh, not only to have one team in the division, but it, that's how the, d- the regionalised draw goes. So After this
1: one... It's, big, well, some it of the together. seeds
0: appear again don't they some of the bigger sides will, will suddenly appear and um yeah everybody goes in so we could be looking at a trip to falmouth oh we?
1: yes yes <laughs> um they've got to win this one first no greg smith so um the lad that scored six goals in, in five games is is suspended um carl dixon is is available jack beckett is is it's is, is available so um apart from the cup tied play, players um the injury list is pretty much as it is yeah um they've just got to find the net. I hope, yeah. And it's Greg that's finding the net at the minute and he's not playing. So, no. you know, they've got to go in, in they've got to go there. They've taken two coach loads of supporters. So, um, Newark's going on force. Yeah. I mean, they've been obviously in numerous cars. So, um, Parking's not easy at that ground, so the coach no. is probably the best bet. It is. Please go and enjoy yourself, everybody, and just, yeah. let's keep it to the football. Um, and let's the flow serve win and get to the last 32. Dave, pick mm. me a, game that if you could go anywhere on saturday to watch an fa vars match where would you go well it's going to be it'd be one of two Vauxhall motors
0: against newcastle benfield uh partly they're 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 well-known teams um and they're fairly you know they've got a fine history or i actually would fancy because i quite like going down to dorset hamworthy united against plymouth parkway and again, they're probably teams it's you've heard... It's not it
1: far off a local derby. Uh,
0: well, Hamworthy is... Sorry, it's Christchurch. It's Christchurch. Christchurch. It's Christchurch. the
1: south. So it's probably yeah, about it's 7, 8 miles. miles yeah, it's yeah.
0: 100 yeah. 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 yeah, it's, I mean, Plymouth Because is, Fal-
1: Falmouth are travelling up to Chichester or... Ch- they're going to Christchurch. They're going to Christchurch. Yeah, so they're effectively they're going yeah. to the nearest club to Hamworthy.
0: Yes. Yeah. So ha- they they do have the disadvantage. They're about another 70 miles the other side
1: of Plymouth, though, aren't they? So after your glorious failure with Norwich United... Who's going to win the FA Vars? Oh dear! Now um, come on, you're our football expert. You have got to make a decision.
0: Don't write off West Auckland Town.
1: I I, I go northeast. Yeah, I've gone from northeast from day one. Much well, Tony's yeah. discussed. But yeah. I, I go north-east every time with it. Yeah,
0: West Auckland Town. And I, st- I, st- I mean, you look, Bridlington are playing Stockton Town. I think if Stockton Town can get past Bridlington, they're another mm, good Stockton's bet. Stockton's going to be there, yeah. or, there or there. Newcastle, about, Benfield, if they'll get past Foxhall yeah, Motors. Yeah. their are names to conjure with and they're names
1: that you wouldn't write off. It's not that I'm anti-flow serve. I'm anything but anti-flow no. serve. But I've seen the standard of step yeah. five football up in the northeast and quite frankly yeah. it shouldn't be step five I mean, because, these are, because these clubs are step four clubs aren't aren't they they're just oh they are they just played the system over the years
0: they have because they in a lot of cases <coughs> they they refuse to take promotion because yes. they knew what it entailed yes. they didn't want to go the other side of the pennines on a tuesday exactly. night. exactly so um, flow server as good as as good as anybody on the day and are more than capable of beating any of those teams country united are playing in grimsby borough on sunday afternoon yeah at coventry united grimsby Mm. borough will probably turn them over yes grimsby borough won't be intimidated by the wrong comments being made from you know the side of the pitch
1: or just make sure grimsby you know how big the pitch is and the fact that they play free up front and it is a big pitch it's a massive massive football pitch right still to come and we're on schedule still to come um the weekend's football and the best of the rest Here's where we take a five minute rest from football and tell you um weather permitting what' um else is going off this weekend in and around Newark the weather forecast uh, when I actually arrived tonight there was actually stars you you could see stars, stars yes um so we're going to be in for a frost now I know think it's going to be frozen off at the weekend no there's a lot of no. surface
0: water around Mansfield and Chesterfield and around here there's still a lot, still lying a lot about. of
1: water um Newark plays Stafford in the um national rugby union national intermediate cup um at the weekend. Um a win would be nice, wouldn't it, five, to take away the five matches the from Twickenham. So anybody who's got a um Wembley Twickenham bet double header um this yeah. weekend will sort it out. And a doubt at Twickenham's glorious as well. <laughs> like. Um Newark's just been as they said five five defeats on the bounce in the league, but they're doing well in the Cup. Stafford um same level as Newark but having a much better season than Newark, so um, it's about time. It's about time Newark's got to up the game on 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 Saturday. It's a big, big game. They've got to up the game, and there's no reason why they can't beat. Can they and they pretend they're it. playing southpaw? Exactly, and then and then they can do something. Hockey. The um, the rampant hockey men are at home. Um, on saturday two i'm just going me notes here two two p.m the ladies are at home in the morning they play ashbourne with an hour past ten kickoff so that's a really start for the ashbourne yeah. ladies isn't it to to get to get to um to get to newark Well, the ladies twos go to beast and i don't think they're going to get the first points of the no. season at no, nice facilities at Beeston. yeah it's, i'm afraid but i can't see that happening fond and colts are and we're back to football fond and colts are going to um bottisford that's the one just down the road not the one near going um in the morning um Newark, town under 18s don't have a match um the jaguars wheelchair basketball players they're playing them um, london titans away just a yeah, you know, just another day
0: out for them they don't. Yeah, that's the team from enfield isn't it is it i think it is
1: Well, you're our Cockney expert, so you you would know all things like that. Um, On to Sunday, the senior youth are inferior at home to Boston, although where that's going to get played is anybody's guess. Um, The under-16s are away to Keyworth, and the under-15s are at home to West Bridgeford, which could be played at Le Magnus or... could be played at ifields or it could be played at bingham or Worksop, or you never know the water might disappear but you've just told us it's not disappearing not really no it's still on the roads and it's going absolutely nowhere so no game for rhp colts at the on sunday but uh the newark vets we haven't mentioned the newark vets this season they are at home to knots please home is lowfields yeah, With a 2pm kickoff, I'm sure they'll probably know each other quite well. Um, yeah. The New Vets against the Knotts Police is where I'm going to go on Sunday afternoon. Who needs Sky Sports when you can watch games like that? That's no quarter will be given there. Yeah, exactly. The Newark Town Ladies, they're playing Mans- Mansfield Town. That's at the Sports Village, also 2 o'clock, so it's one of those cut yourselves in half jobs because i'd like to see both of those because any, yeah. vic- any victory over a mansfield team is good is good in my world it could be uh, a double header there's two 10ks for our athletes so you'll either go to edwinstow or you can go to skegness mm, Edwinstow's is going to be muddy and skegness will be bracing and Skegness is going to be blinking cold um the um tennis clubs men's first team are away to farnsfield and there's no game for the jags on sunday it's a busy it's another busy weekend. i really i mean the weather forecast is good isn't it it's cold but it's, it's cold but good yeah it, it, it's it's good where are our footballers going at the weekend well we've already
0: said that flow server uh, flying the vase flag at mansfield newark town are at home in the central midlands league they uh invite Askin along so that's first against ninth um Asken have had a bit of a strange season to be honest um
1: Should be a should be, you'd expect a win for town. Collingham are also at home, possibly. Just it's actually the game that town need, isn't it?
0: Yes, um, if if it was banana skin again, though, yeah, I know.
1: I mean, they won 7 1 at Askin earlier in the season. There's a different the man at the helm is not there. No, I wouldn't want to be um, going to Dinnington, and I have got I've not seen Luke Parsons, um, in a managerial capacity i've worked with tony Jones under a number of years and i've yes. got absolute utmost respect for tony and yeah. i'm assuming luke and it strikes me as a lad that knows mm. what he's doing and what he wants um but i i i, I which, which is why i'm, I'm not worried for no. town because no. i've i've uh, i've worked with tony and um it's just if tony wants to be the man at the front of it all again he's been there and he's done it yes and he? when you're running your own business do you want yeah. to spend the whole of friday on the phone trying to find a football team? i don't know he probably no. he probably does because he's he's like the rest of us it's in his blood he can't he can't walk away <laughs> he can't, he can't away. walk away from no. it but ta- time will tell but um an easy hopefully relatively easy three points for town on saturday would we'll, would we'll do everybody the world of good. yeah
0: mean, um, that'd be, it'd be nice nice to think that's the case i mean the um situation is obviously dinnington didn't play last week town are on top but dinnington can catch them but the goal difference is such that dinnington i think have got to win by 14 goals or something to catch them up collingham um, are at home in the central midlands football league they they uh, entertain afc bentley who didn't have a particularly good trip to newark a few weeks ago so the way collingham played midweek it's more than winnable for them it's ele- that's 11th against 13th and i'm hoping that uh I was going to say the villagers, but I think they call themselves the Colliers now. Um, Not in my book. No, the villagers, I think.
1: Harrowby, there's no game listed. I I keep interrupting because Mm, I'm I'm, I'm absolutely absolutely intrigued. Collingham's job at the weekend is to do it again, isn't it? Yes. They set a standard for themselves now, which is the highest standard they've had this season. Yeah. Now you've got to do it against somebody who's not just down the road.
0: No, I mean they they are close enough to them placed in the table and as we saw that once you get past AFC Bentley once, they do tend to cave in a bit and they are there for the taking, so that'll be good. Uh, Grantham Town, uh, they're at home, that's the Northern Premier League, they entertain Matlock, that's a 14th against 12th, so let's hope Grantham's Saturday side are out and they'll be uh, on something there. Uh, Southwell City are at home against Keyworth United in the uh, not senior league, so that's second against six. Now Southwell are going to give Bingham a good run for the money, I think, for the rest of the season. So mm. the Southwell Bingham games, if there's some to come, that could be interesting. Might just come one
1: season too early for Southwell.
0: Yeah, I would think Brinkley ought to be finished and perhaps had a, a season yeah. there, yeah. learning where the divots and the you know how it how
1: it feels to but play down there.
0: They are talked away a
1: little bit so there's no reason why they can't keep the team together and there's a
0: great team spirit there and i mean their twitter account if no if you don't follow anybody else on twitter they're well worth following because they don't take themselves seriously steve venables gets a lot of stick from them sean stocks does his lad does they all get stick, so not to worry that's what it's all about yeah um as lockton um assuming the weather lets this happen they're off to bilborough um in the not senior league that's 15th against 13th gedling um are uh, the uh, hosting Curtain Brickworks? Now that's at Eagle Valley, and it won't be on the main pitch that at Arnold Town. It'll away. be on one of the. It'll that be on one get, of the subsidiary
1: get, pitches. That ain't going to get played, is it? No,
0: um, it should be tenth against six. Yeah. And having been to Eagle Valley in August, it's the, probably the coldest ground in the county. So don't. What that,
1: that we haven't got time now, but. Arnold Tan moving to that ground was one of the biggest own yeah. goals in local football. When you used to be to come out the years. pub in
0: the marketplace and go to the ground yeah. up that little bank,
1: that was great. When I it understand was, they probably got to move. I, I understand all that. but Yeah, but they sold out a bit, didn't they? They did. Yeah. They lost big time on that.
0: Um, Highcom Town, they're in Lynx Junior Cup uh, action. They're away at Moulton Harrocks. So Moulton, I believe, is on the way to Kings Lynn. It's one of those places. They played Moulton Seas End recently. Uh, Lincoln-Morland's Railway, they're at home to Immingham Town in the uh, Junior Cup, so that could be quite a big game. Bingham Town, they've got a first against fourth clash against Woodthorpe Park Rangers, so that should be quite uh, exciting down at the butt Now, Lincoln United, Northern Premier League, South East, play Frickley Athletic. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say this uh, earlier, yeah, so it, that's it, 12th against 12th. You couldn't make it that ha- one up. It had to be, didn't it? So maybe that was the reason, because Damo thought, well, I can help myself in, but I, 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 need, I can't so really it's got to go down forty six.
1: New, new assistant managers walk into the game almost. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Sleaford Town, they're um, at home against Harbour, so that's 20th against 10th. Um, hopefully they'll uh, do something positive. Cleethorpes Town um, are away at Worksop Town in the Northern Premier League, Southeast. So that's the same division as um, Frickley. So that's another team Domo will be watching. That's 13th against 3rd. And finally, uh, Bourne Town they're going away to Huntingdon Town. So that's 17th against 18th. That's a bit of a bargain basement, not quite rock bottom, but see, they
1: need to. Now the fact that Bourne's play, playing again, it might it, it, it might get sleeford for the Wallis of the week.
0: Well, yeah, I. I, I, I I'd like to think that I can give somebody else Wallace of the week. <laughs> to be honest with you, though, I think Manchester United. I mean, if we had a quick um, show of hands, I don't think either you or me are going to vote <coughs> against Man United tonight.
1: No, I just think that's wrong. No. I, 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 I just no, I just think it's wrong. So
0: yes, yeah, Sleaford, Sleaford got it this week, but they have an amnesty unless unless they get beaten twenty 0 next week, we'll let them off the hook. I'll, I'll
1: give Wallace of the week to Man United almost every week of the yeah. season, but uh, it has um, to be done. It has to. It, it, it really has to be done where are you off to on i'll be at town y- you'll be at town. i'm helping at town you're town. helping at town at, at the weekend me um i'm having a day off from sport at the weekend i not will tell you all about that because next week is a massive massive week it's the sports awards week we're at the duke's leisure center on tuesday we're at south rugby club on wednesday and we're at newark rugby club on thursday live 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 bringing you the news of the greatest week in the local sport we're live with active for today in a week that uh, i look forward to all year but we've still got the weekend wrap on monday we can't miss that can we but we're not speaking today mo we'll speak to joy and say, bye-bye Wee!